Hello and welcome to episode number two of Success by Design. My name is Helen Reed and I am your host. And my intention for you as I share my insights, my wisdom, my knowledge on this podcast is that you begin or continue to open your heart and to open your mind to what is truly possible for you, for humanity, and for the planet. And what I know to be true is that change always starts at an individual level. It starts with taking full and complete responsibility for what we are seeing and experiencing in our own lives so that we can really create the life that we desire and the changes that we want to see in the world. It makes no sense and it doesn't get us anywhere to look outside of ourselves, to point the finger, to look at what other people are doing and criticize and complain without having first really dedicated ourselves to our own expansion to our own evolution. It's like that part in the Bible where it says that you really need to get the log out of your own eye before you start looking at the speck in your neighbors. This is about taking radical responsibility for our own lives. And not only what we're experiencing on a day-to-day basis in our own lives, but also the impact that our decisions, our actions, our behaviors have on other people, on those around us, in our family, in our communities, and out into the world. What's our impact? Is it a positive one? What's the legacy that you're leaving? What's the imprint that you're making on this earth? with the decisions that you make and the choices that you make and the actions that you take in every single moment. It's about coming back to taking full responsibility and understanding that the way that we change this world, the way that we move through crazy times of uncertainty and chaos like we're going through right now, is we learn to be steady in our own skin. We learn to find safety and security within us so that we no longer get rattled when things outside of us don't go as perhaps we had planned that they might. So I know that there's a huge amount of uncertainty. There's a huge amount of fear circulating the planet right now and my heart goes out with so much love and compassion to all of those people who are suffering during this time who are feeling like everything that they thought they could trust everything that they thought that they knew was safe is suddenly being ripped out from underneath them my heart goes out to all of those people And my intention with this episode today is to really give some some of 
the perspective which I have and some of the insights which I have, which I really truly hope will help to ease some of the fears that are being experienced. I don't have all of the answers. I, ha- I don't know how this is going to unfold or what's going to happen. But what I do know is that when we invest in faith, when we invest in trust, when we invest in being comfortable with not knowing because we trust so vehemently that we are supported and that we are safe no matter what, then we get to embrace times like this and learn to be able to see the beauty that actually can be found in these times. Because whenever there is disruption of this kind, and let's not make any um, mistakes here, this, this is an unprecedented situation that we're all experiencing. This is not something that we have been through before. Yes, there have been other viruses, there have been other pandemics, but nothing on this scale and nothing that has impacted people across the world in such a direct way and so quickly. This has happened so fast and I think that that is part of the reason why so many people are struggling because it you know most people are in a state of shock so just for a moment i'm going to invite you to feel your feet on the ground or if your feet aren't on the ground just feel your connection to the earth whichever position that you're currently in Just allow your energy to become anchored into the earth. And just for a moment, I invite you to just daydream a little bit about what this current pandemic could actually mean for the world. What families being at home, playing games, spending quality time together, being fully present and connected with each other, because it's like time has has stood still. Let's just take a moment to appreciate how beautiful that is. And what about the planet? What about the earth? What about the incredible signs that we're already seeing? That this pause in our chaotic lives has already yielded 
for the planet in terms of the environment. The reduction in pollution. Wildlife back out into the streets that they used to know as their home. Blue sky. Clear waters. Dolphins freely roaming where perhaps they haven't felt safe to roam for a long, long time. Yes, there is so much fear. Yes, there is so much that is uncertain and so much that we don't know. And yes, the human, natural human response to all of this is to be scared, is to fear for what might happen, what we might not have, the jobs that we might lose, the money that we might not have. All of those things are perfectly natural responses to a situation like this. But what if this is part of a bigger plan? What if we've had natural disasters and we've had other viruses that have taken hold but not to this extent? What if those were the nudges? Those were the little gentle signs that something had to change? Those were the signs that people didn't listen to? Have you ever experienced in your own life a situation where your intuition was telling you something and you knew that you were being called to make a particular particular decision or move in a different direction and you just pretended that your intuition wasn't speaking to you and you just kept saying no I'm just going to keep going on over here I'm just going to keep doing this and then eventually after you'd ignored the signs for a little while you got smacked in the face with the reality of what was going on and you just had to face the challenge head on The universe gave you no choice because you had had the nudges, you had had the little signs, you had chosen not to listen and you had chosen not to respond and then you were forced into it. There was no moving away from the fact that you had to face this demon of yours, this challenge of yours. So I just invite you to see this situation in a similar way. We've had the nudges, the earth's given us the nudges, we've had the little signs, We've had the big signs, but not enough change has occurred as a result of those signs. And so now we're being smacked in the face. We're being brought to a halt as a human species. We're being called to readdress exactly how we live, the decisions that we make and the impact that we have. And if we could just see for a little moment, just entertain the idea for a moment that there is something so much bigger going on here. That the way that we were living and working was not ever going to be sustainable. And that this is the most beautiful invitation and opportunity to heal to heal individually, to heal in terms of our family relationships, to heal the connections within our communities, to heal 
the planet. This is a time to be still, to be present, to slow down. It's a time to really look at what we value, what, what's important to us. We were never going to sit down as a human race collectively and take a long hard look at the way we were living because we were too busy. We were never going to do that of our own accord. So this has happened. Perhaps in order to give us the opportunity to do just that. So my invitation to you is to really reflect on these ideas. And my invitation is that you take this opportunity to really get clear on what your definition of success is. If you have a pen and paper to hand now, then I invite you to really get clear on what's important to you. How does success feel to you? What emotions does being successful bring about in your body? Happiness, appreciation, peace, harmony, ease, love, joy, fulfillment. What does success mean to you? What feelings are you feeling in your body that show you that you're living a successful life? And what are the values that the successful version of you prioritizes? Is it being there for your family, being fully present and connected with your family? Is it being healthy in your mind, your body and your spirit? Is it doing work that lights up your soul? the work that you know that you're here to do in this world, that energizes you beyond belief because it's just setting your soul on fire. What is it? What are the values? What other core components of who you are when you are successful? Because really honing in on these details and getting clear about what success really means to you at a heart and soul level may possibly bring you a huge amount of comfort during these times, especially if, those, if that definition doesn't correspond with your current existing routine and life and, 
and the priorities that you actually demonstrate with your actions and your decisions. Because one thing is for certain. The traditional definition of success, which we've often adopted from the collective, from society, is one that's very outward-looking, an outward definition of success, which requires you to have got to a particular place in your career, to have been doing a particular, working in a particular profession, making a particular amount of money, having a particular car, living in a particular neighborhood, whatever it may be, traditionally success has been very orientated towards the material and external situation. And don't get me wrong, there is nothing wrong with any of that. And we live in a material world and we're here to experience all of it. But we're not here to experience it at the expense of our well-being. We're not here to experience that material success if it's causing our souls to shrivel and die every single day. If it's sucking the life out of us, if it's meaning that our relationships are strained, that our kids don't really know us, that we're so emotionally overwhelmed that we just can't cope. The universe or God or source or whatever tag you want to give the the universal energies, that the, the life force energy that that runs through every single living thing on this planet and that created every single one of us, that life force energy will never ask us to sacrifice our mental or emotional or physical or spiritual well-being in order to be successful. Being successful is our birthright. It's our birthright. But it's something, you know, we were blessed with free will, so it's something that we really need to allow in. So getting really clear on what success means for you at a heart and soul level, not at a logical mind level, but at a heart and soul level, is such a key stage in the process in in evaluating what it is that you desire and how that marries up or doesn't marry up with what exactly you're experiencing at the moment. So... When we really drill down to the basics, to, you know, keeping it really, really simple, there are essentially two energies, two frequencies that we can choose between in any given moment. One of them is love and one of them is fear. There are two energies two frequencies that we get to choose between in any given moment. One of them is love and one of them is fear. And how do we know which one we're choosing? If we're feeling heavy in our body, if we're feeling overwhelmed, if we're feeling dense, if we're feeling like negativity is coursing through our veins we're choosing fear and most people the majority of people on this planet are particularly in the western world are 
paralyzed by fear and stuck in a chronic state of fear. And that is not a bad thing. It's not right. It's not wrong. It just is. And the way that we get to start choosing love over fear is that we get to raise our awareness around how we're feeling and whether how we're feeling is how we want to feel. So if in any given moment you find yourself being riddled with fear, feeling paralyzed by fear, the idea is not to condemn your feelings, demonize your feelings and say, oh no, I should be feeling love now and not fear. I should be feeling compassion now and not fear. There, there is no judgment to be had over your feelings. There is only awareness. And it's the awareness and the ability to observe your feelings almost from a distance and understand that those feelings don't define you and that by raising your awareness around them, you're actually able to transform the fear. But you don't transform the fear by pretending it's not there and going and watching a Disney movie or, you know, listening to some music that you like so that you can push away the fear and start raising your vibration. Because there's there's a lot of talk about remaining, you know, keeping your vibe high and, and remaining um, in a high vibrational state. But what I know to be true is that when you do that, it's, it's almost like avoidance. So in these times of fear, I'm inviting you not to distract yourself. I'm inviting you to lean into the fear. So how do you lean into the fear? You get really present with it. And that's scary. Because we live in such a busy world where we're so used to being able to distract ourselves from our feelings. To push them down, to suppress them. But actually the way to really transform fear, to return to love, to allow love to, to have this incredible ripple effect through our own beings, through our families, through our communities and through the planet at large is to really learn to walk with fear, to lean into fear. And as you do that, you realize that it's not so scary. But by leaning into fear, by really being present with fear, by just quietening our minds, getting into our bodies, noticing where in your body you're feeling tension, where is the fear manifesting in your physical body, drawing your attention to that area, and being almost like your own parent for that fear, holding yourself, holding space for yourself as you allow that fear to be felt in your body. Because as you observe it and as you get present with it and as you allow it rather than resisting it, it transforms. 
Because with presence, you allow your aura to receive love. You allow your aura to open up to life force energy. And as you open up to life force energy, it's allowed to come in and transform that fear. So my invitation to you today with all of the fear that is present in, in the world right now and in your lives more than, more than normal is to get present with it. Get into your body, get out of your mind. Notice where in your body it's manifesting and allow your aura to draw in light, to draw in love to that particular area. Allow yourself to feel the fear, lean into the fear, be present with the fear, and then allow it to be transformed with your presence. That's all it needs. It just needs your presence. So I'm going to leave this there for today. But there is beauty in fear and there is wisdom in fear. Because each and every time that you have the courage to lean into and be present with the fear that is showing up in your experience, every time you do that, you take one step closer, one step further in terms of your evolution and your expansion. And you raise your vibration and you draw in more love into your energy field. And as you draw in more love, you have more love to share. And throughout this process, I just invite you to show yourself compassion. We're being called to show ourselves compassion through this process. As we experience this fear, as we experience this uncertainty. And the more that we allow ourselves to be present with and transform the fear that has been a part of the human experience and continues to be a part of the human experience, the more that we return to love. Love is the most powerful, incredible, oh, amazing energy and force that we have at our disposal. It's so simple, it's so underused, it's so underrated, and it's just pure it's miraculous. The energy of love is miraculous. And don't forget that someone, two people, loved you into being. How amazing is that? Two people loved you into being. Love is so, so powerful. Please remember that in this time of uncertainty, with all of this fear. And please, I invite you to take your role seriously. Take responsibility for your emotions, for your energy. And bit by bit, step by step, learn to transform your fear into love. So, we have our kids at 
home today. So you may have heard a bit of background noise as my children just burst into the garden during the recording of this. But in, you know, I'm keeping it real and this is how it is. We have the kids at home. The, you know, um, we're living in Spain, so the kids' school is closed. And I would love, I'm going to be um, making available a coronavirus immune boosting meditation. So if you would love to receive a copy of that meditation, then please email support at helenreed.org. I would be delighted to share that with you. And finally, thank you so much for joining me for this episode Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. It means the world to me that you're here. It means the world to me that you're listening. It it means the world to me that you are allowing yourself to raise your awareness around these issues and evolve and expand in, in the way that you're doing. So I really want to acknowledge you for that and thank you. And finally, I would like to invite you to explore whether you want to go deeper, whether you're ready to take this opportunity during this period of uncertainty to get to know yourself at a deeper level, to get to know who you are, to get to know what your gifts are and how you are being called to share them in the world. And if that resonates with you and you would like to dive deeper, then I invite you to join my Soul Pathway signature program It's a four-week journey home to your soul. It combines deep spiritual growth with human design. And it's exactly what I wish had been available to me when I was leaving my legal career. If it's for you, you'll know and you'll feel the resonance in your body. So if you'd like more details, then you can send an email to support at helenreed.org or you can send me a direct message on Facebook or LinkedIn.